the Yak Babies. Sex, Presidents, and Sometimes Books. Welcome to Yak Babies, the only podcast on the internet sponsored by Muscle Milk. You can milk muscles too. My name's Aaron here, my personal pals, Dave. Hey, boys. And we have Brick. Hello. Hello. Old Irish Nico, no longer Irish, is lost in space. He's floating around somewhere. He's beyond time now. He's he's disincorporated. We're hoping he will come back to us in some form, in which we'll have new Nico, and we'll figure out what his details are then. Until then, today we're talking about the lost art of letter writing. Uh, now, we all are writing letters probably pretty frequently in the form of email or text messages, right? When was the last time you actually wrote down a long-form handwritten letter? And how did it go for you? I can't remember the last time you did this, actually. If you don't count cards, right? Like birthday cards or like Mother's Day cards. Like a full-on like letter written on paper. An envelope, I think it's been probably over 20 years. Break was the last time you wrote a letter to anybody. Outside of work? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, I guess that does count. Yeah, not getting professional like letters of recommendation. Yeah, kind of it's been a while. I think I've tried a few times to get that kind of pen pally thing going but it never went anywhere yeah so i think the best i i try normally when i well i'm not much of a card person for one hmm. but when i do they tend to be kind of short and sweet and then I, I try like once a year to like this is mostly at work but also with family write a gratitude card to important people and right. and, and not just like have it be a couple sentences they have it actually be like a long thoughtful Thing. So, I, so mm. I guess that's that, but that's that's not a reciprocal letter writing. No one's no one's collecting those works. You, you know what I mean? Never know. I can't. So like the last time I really engaged in like consistent letter writing with someone was like you probably twenty years ago. You know? Yeah, David, about you? Yeah, same. <clears throat> I love the idea of it, and sometimes I even think about doing it myself, just like writing a letter to a friend that I don't talk to anymore. Like rarely text with but then you know it's one of those things that just never happens and is never going to happen you say never going to why is that i can just i can tell <laughs> i mean at some point it just becomes clear you know yourself enough to know you're not gonna sure. actually do it yeah, yeah. right yeah it, it's tough the the kind of relationship that is emblematic of like largely is a a digital one right where so mm. like it doesn't like anyone that i'm close enough to have that kind of relationship with i don't want to wait two months to talk to them right. and by the time they get the letter they're going to know most of the shit that's in it because i'm texting him anyway like it's it's hard I, I don't know i don't know how that would work in my life i think it's one of those things where it's like a romantic idea not in like the sexy sense but in the like capital r sense right and then depends on the letter yeah right but i don't it just, it's hard to see that fitting into a 21st century relationship without it being kind of kind of forced right if that's like and I just I don't have any friends who like that act of writing would be be a shared activity. You know, it just wouldn't. I think the closest thing I think and we don't even do this anymore, but maybe ten years ago, us and, and a few others in our in our group of friends would have like pretty lengthy email conversations, right? Which was mostly joking, but also like I don't know, they were fun, right? Yeah. But they we've all we've all kind of we don't live in that space anymore. That's probably the, the closest thing, right? I can mm -hmm. remember uh, there's one in particular that was like, I think we even had the robot read at one time where there was, there was probably 10,000 words between us, mostly me and Nico, about that, that fucking Ridley Scott movie and whether it was good or not. Prometheus, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there was, like, there was a number of those, right? And so like that that was probably the closest that I've ever engaged with as, a, as an adult. Yeah, the email chain has turned into a text thread. So the right. we used to do those, the, those email chains. And yeah, now we have like the, the Yak Babies group text, group text yeah. that sort of stuff goes down it's funny that it's just too, too bad that there's no way to like regularly archive that because it would be fun to read our text threads in 40 years but i haven't been saving it i don't know if you guys have oh yeah definitely not yeah, i, I don't even not know how the first way to do that yeah right hopefully whoever's 
surveilling our data as it did thus read it when we're in prison someday you know it occurs to me too that i wouldn't even know where to send a letter without asking for an address and then that that's weird too because like you know that's not a thing anymore you used to have like an address book and you would have everyone's address to so you know where to send stuff like letters and cards and whatever i don't know anyone's address yeah me either i don't i don't know my mom's address anyone in my family Right. I know my parents because they live in the same house I grew up in, so it's my old address. Uh, so mm. I just have that, and I know where I live, but that's really about it. I can go to my friends' houses just through memory. I know like how to get to their houses, but I don't. I couldn't tell you what street they live on necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I have addresses saved in my contacts or whatever. So if you need to go somewhere and need to send something, you can. But it doesn't. That doesn't take up any more space in my brain than phone numbers. I don't know. I don't know my girlfriend's phone <laughs> yeah, number. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know what her phone like I can look it up at any time but I don't I don't that doesn't take space in my yeah. short or long and I feel like most friends if I called or texted can you send me your mailing address they'd be like oh why <laughs> right so you're going to kill which me. is how I feel <laughs> yeah. but at the same time though Dave I feel like I don't know about you if I got a letter like a a handwritten letter in the mail from a friend I would be overjoyed. I would be so yeah, excited. Be awesome. Yeah, it would yeah. be so much fun to read a letter that someone had written to you. And not just the content of the letter, but also the idea of like someone thought about you for long enough and a sustained amount of time and like cared about you to like write this letter and took, you know, what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes of their day, an hour maybe to write a letter by hand and then buy a stamp, put in the mail. It's like the effort required to do that is like, oh, this person cares about you. It's like, what a nice feeling to have. Do you guys read the collected letters of, you know, famous people you admire? Here and there, I have. Yeah, I have, but I I couldn't give you a single example right now of one that... I mean, the famous one's Joyce, right? Rick. Yeah, I... I, I do remember we. I don't know if that I even read them, but we we talked for a while about sure. the Hemingway yeah. and oh, yeah. Letters. But Brick, you a couple of years ago, I think, on a what are we reading talked about, you read the collected letters of like an ancient uh, Greek or Roman. Oh, Seneca, yeah, yeah, that or That's Marcus right, yeah. Aurelius, one of those. Yeah, I did read those. That's a little different, though. I guess it's not really, but that feels a little different than why someone contemporary yeah because that because that's just like that's all that's left of Mm. that person as opposed to you know reading the letters of hemingway is like supplementary to like a pretty large body of work. right Right. but that also speaks to a time when that work was conducted through letter form like he's writing letters to an audience he's doing the act of interpersonal communication but as a space to do philosophy yep. whereas sure. if i i don't know if dave got a letter from me that was like nine pages long that was like here's my thoughts about mortality I'm like what the fuck is this like i have to go ask aaron what's wrong with him now like that seems like a weird thing versus if it was like i'd better be like hey i farted yeah. yesterday and Charles <laughs> hotel kicked me out of the bathroom like yeah so dave to back to your question i have read those but usually uh, are almost always count brick mentioned as like supplementary material for like a norton edition mm-hmm. right so you get like in the back of a Norton edition, I was like, oh, here's some letters from the author to, you know, whoever about the book or, or that kind of stuff. Like, like a DVD extras version, essentially. Um, if they ever sat down and read a whole volume of just letters back and forth, it would be mm-hmm. interesting for sure. You always hear about that in, like, when people's archives are bequeathed to, like, libraries or, or universities or whatever. It's like, oh, we have the holdings of fucking Washington Irving. Like, you can go read all his letters and correspondence. And then it sounds like it'd be interesting but also i wonder like how much of it's just like tedium you need an editor to go through and be like here's the stuff you actually care about and then some of it's just like today i fucking jacked off did any of you ever this is a letter i guess this is this is blending genres did any of you ever read the diary of samuel peeps 
uh, when you were in college or ever have to. That stuff rules. He was a English landowner in the 1500s, I think. It was during the Great Fire of London, and he wrote a diary. And it's like a nine or ten volume work, and his his it's like a daily entry. It's like just shit he did, and it's at once boring and totally fascinating. And he writes about watching the fire from his home and like basically watching London burn to the ground, but then also about like going to the bathroom and like like eating food. It's really fascinating stuff. So yeah, there is like there is that space for it. But I feel like an editor is definitely helpful for making those things you know entertaining i guess or consumable okay well listeners <laughs> tell us about your letter writing <laughs> habits on twitter at yagabase podcast and sincerely send us your email or send us your mailing addresses we'll send you a fucking letter i'm not afraid to do that we'll get a chain going that'll be fun That's, this is a new this is like a buzz marketing we're gonna get people subscribing to the podcast through chain letters this can't fail so yeah get involved in that's gonna be awesome we'll make new the letters it'll be perfect and then while you're doing that go to patreon.com slash babies where you can get access to our bonus podcast there's tons of fun happening there there's games there's bonuses, there's bro-to-bro conversations, there's a whole separate podcast about ghost jokes being ranked. And look for an upcoming episode about those, a follow-up episode where we rank those episodes. So a separate separate bonus podcast, it's a whole, it's like a meta thing going on there. For only $1, go check it out there. And then our merch is at tinyurl.com slash jackbabies where you can get t-shirts and posters and mugs and stuff with bricks designs in them. All very funny and very entertaining and cool. So do that. Until then, yakbabies, yakking off. The Yak Babies would like to thank all the loyal listeners, and especially their patrons, both past and present, including Michael, Bonnie, Sebastian, David, Roger, Kathleen, Bailey, Andrew, Gilbert, and William Howard Taft. Yay.